Welcome, everybody, to episode eight of the Rude Awakening podcast. Welcome, Jonathan. I'm Hi. host Sandra. And um, today we have a great topic. Um, put on those seatbelts. What are we talking about, Jonathan? We have a topic and we decided to call it magic or bust. Whoop, whoop. So That's... although that sounds very nice, what does that mean? <laughs> We're going to figure it out. <laughs> Um, as you know, dear listener, we keep having great conversations that uh, yeah, we're not yet carrying a microphone with us 24-7, but I think we're getting there. But we should, yeah. <laughs> We've talked a lot about uh, the, the go big or go home, basically. That's really what this means. Um, having the idea of how life works um, after control. If you've not listened to last week's episode where we talk about the confessions of a control freak, um, this for us is a logical next step to go into. Okay, once you let go of the control, how do you live your life? Exactly. And, and is that a place from trust? Do you trust yourself now? What's the difference between before and after? Or is it... Uh, that the details don't matter or how does it work so I think I think that's what we're unpacking today like okay so you've tried to control a lot of things in your life and then complained that there was no synchronicity <laughs> and ultimately we talked last episode about relinquishing a lot of that control but you do have to trust you know a greater part of you some people call it intuition or some people call it uh, synchronicity or flow or just trust um but just by blindly trusting it doesn't really uh solve everything you have to sort of still you know manage the mind somewhat because the mind as we all know has old memories old habits uh so i think that's what we're unpacking right the 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 as you move into a place of trust and intuition and and synchronicity uh what do you do with the mind because it will keep chattering and it will keep trying to you know pull you into old you know uh, garage boxes or th truths or ideas which are no longer valid so how do you and how why, do you separate them and why is that right like the mind can only perceive something that is happening in its reality right. so you know the the eyes look out the ears listen the, um, you know, all of your senses in this world perceive things that go to the mind and it creates your perception of your reality. Yeah. So I think as you when you go into the journey of self-discovery um, and you come from the system that no longer works for you, which is ultimately probably why you are ending up on this journey, you say, OK, um, there has to be a different way to live my life. I don't want to be run by um, external expectations, thoughts, assumptions. I know there is more. And then you dive in and then you slowly let go of <clears throat> the control mechanisms um, that mass consciousness or life has on you. And then if you're really honest with yourself further along the line, you also let go the control of that you have on on the life outside. And that's what we talked about last week. And for me now it's 
what really resonated last week was saying, okay, somehow you have to apply all of that clarity, all of that no control coming from a different place. How do you know you're doing it right? Well, somehow you have to be in life to see the results of that. To get the feedback. And therefore also the mind can then see the new references. And even though it might not understand it because it's not programmed like that, it will at some point say, oh, okay, um, even if I even if I don't have all of the details figured out, I still always meet the right people at the right time. Somehow, if I'm just in life trusting my full self and I'm honest with myself and I keep having an honest look at myself, then things happen that are even way beyond what I think was possible. And that's the magic. But how do you do that? So, so I, I think what we unpack is a lot of things about control, a lot of, a lot of issues or patterns that we had in our own control. Um, I think a huge one was, was our talk about abundance. So, so it's not about monetary abundance or finances. It's basically your own abundance from the inside out. Like I feel worthy by being not not by doing not by making a clever film or providing a clever service or even a nine five for that matter but you know almost the old expression i think therefore i am like i am therefore i'm valuable and since we've sort of unpacked that a lot of things became easier because now the choices that we make or i make the last weeks is from hey i'm worthy I have value. Now, what do I want to play with instead of what do I have to do to survive because I'm not worthy? So it's 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 almost like a 180 of where do you come from? I'm com from com I'm coming from the inside out instead of reacting to the outside coming in. That was a huge shift. And now it's in our discussions the last couple of days. Uh, it's really about you know i have value what what do i want to do what makes what makes me happy what is what seems like fun or what seems like something that is necessary or something that is an impulse is a is a deep longing or 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 a, or a passion and then instead of wondering how the hell do i get there it's just assuming that you will get there and now what's the feedback if i apply myself yeah And even that sounds pretty simple, but then we run into the mind again. It will keep coming back to check. It will keep coming back and say like, oh, okay, that's all quite nice. You know, it's, it's all little, you know, the little little popcorn in the evening. You know, you just go, oh, that's, that's, oh, I'll entertain he, that. He figured it, he thinks he figured it out. It's cute. <laughs> but now what if your next uh, rent is due, right? Or what yeah. if... Um, you're you're asked to pitch something and you really want to have the acknowledgement or the approval. So all of those checks that keep putting you back into, oh, but am I ready? Well, and I love the expression that, that I saw online uh, and we said before as well, like, yeah, that, yeah, synchronicity and intuition is really, really great, but will it pay my rent? Yeah. Will it pay my taxes? Will it, you know, get me, you know, get me out of being evicted from my house? Oh my God, I'm so synchronous. But so it's there. There is a uh, there is a discrepancy between that part in us, uh, call it the creator self, call it intuition, and the application of 
life and and how the mind interacts with it and allowing for reality to catch up like i think i don't know what you're talking about but somebody said uh somebody wise a while said uh, the body is the last to know yeah and we all know that when you are in a certain imbalance for long enough then at some point the body will react yeah but it's not instant right so it takes quite a bit of time for 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 the manifestation in this reality for physical reality to uh, basically respond and to mirror the choices that you've made and that's the the that's the hiccup and that's the delay and and the delay can really be on the journey of self-discovery something that um is really frustrating at best <laughs> yeah deeply depressing at worst <laughs> yeah yeah i think there's there's no um there's no limit to the bottomless um bleakness that you can go into when you get so frustrated on you know it's all here i know it but why doesn't my reality reflect that and that that for me is the loop coming back to last week's statement that stuck out for me applying the new version of me not contradicting myself not keep ordering something different every time just you know just to make sure that you know i receive something back and then there's a big confusion so yeah. how, how how can we not counter create and receive what's truly the true signal of what we're ordering which is magic yeah we, we, i mean we call it magic but it's so so it's it's again it's that synchronous life it's a balanced life it's a it's a life of joy and and doing the things you love and then receiving the feedback and the you know the value and it doesn't have to be money always uh, of of you in your expression doing what you love uh, it sounds very utopian but that's exactly what this journey ultimately leads to is a a clearer version of yourself but what mm -hmm. i've found and still finding out in our discussions is there is a delay and it is very very hard to trust when it's not there yet or it's very hard to counter the mind that constantly tells you it's not here you see it's not here it's not coming and now you're sitting on the couch waiting being naive and you're going to get evicted and the first feeling of hey i feel unease it's not coming is fine because we all know what happens if you don't allow your mind to just literally just get it out because otherwise it starts festering and the moment I, I, I deny my mind to have all sorts of reactions, it it makes a story on top of the reaction and that creates another story. And before creating, you know it. Or you're creating a whole different split personality. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of in, in, inner schizophrenia. Uh, so that doesn't work. So let the mind, it's almost like meditation. Meditation is not supposed to be completely silent. It's nice if it is, but meditation is finding a, at least for me, finding a space and a time for you to be completely you, including all the mind chatter. And then once you allow that, it eventually gets quiet. But it is not a... But because you allow it, it gets yes. quiet. And not because you try to push it away or distract yourself. Or try to be completely without any, any, any chatter, any thoughts, any ego, because we all have that. 
And that's a spiritual, that's a spiritual idea of what life should look like, right? I should be in this happy bliss mode and, you know, you always say rainbows, rainbows shooting out of your ass. Although that would be nice, but no. I think it's still coming, but, (laughs) you know, without expecting it. Let's not make assumptions. I think you can facilitate yourself getting there. And that's really, I think, all we can do with this podcast, too, is just um, saying how we do it and or have our observations of what works for us and just put it out there and then hopefully receive some feedback from you guys that, that you know, say, well, for me, it's like that. It's ultimately what we've discovered the past week um, since the last podcast the details that the mind would like to put into place in order to create something and validate its existence. Those are a distraction. Yeah. Plus, I think, and, and, and that's probably the biggest one, you go into a new modality. And I, I, I certainly can say for myself and, and us that we have, and especially also through the podcast, because you, you, you put yourself in a place that you have to reflect, because otherwise, how can you share with others? Um, but the, 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 the memory of what has happened in the past, that's, for me, that's a real, that's such a fucker because it isn't valid anymore. I'm in a completely new paradigm with myself. There's no drama in my life. I trust pretty much completely yet. My mind still comes up with all, what if the other shoe going to drop? What is, if this goes wrong? What if you think you have value, but you're just telling yourself, what if you think, you know, uh, yeah, but I deserve this, uh, and it's still an ego game instead it's of a I really one. do. Yeah, it's 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 a really dangerous one, but it, it's the mind keeps trying to tell me that it is that way, and I also it's almost kind of cute because the mind only it only tries to protect me with very limited information because it can't read the room of intuition because it's impatient. It can't see. If somebody says no to me in, in, in a certain scenario, that that person saying no to me is actually the perfect setup for the yes that's coming that's completely different than everything that's come before. So it doesn't read the room properly. It's impatient for it to come. It is coming because three people said no to me the last week, which were not the right people to continue my endeavors and my passions with, which led to another bunch of frustration. But ultimately in me unpacking, hey, wait a minute, I do have value. I know exactly what my passion is. The only thing is I have to think big. I have to be able to receive that joy and passion and thing in my life that if I sit at home, my computer is like, can you please look at my wonderful work that I think I've, or say it's not because of the ego or that I deserve anything or that I'm better because I made a movie or anything, it's value because I'm me and the next thing I choose out of passion without taking all of those things that I've done before with me, I have value what would be fun to do next and then assuming that that will come to me. But that requires a huge amount of trust. Incredible. And the mind cannot follow. No, and that that trust um, is something that doesn't originate from the human, that doesn't originate from the mind. So trust is something that is very untangible. It's it, you have as as the human being, you have no clue what trust really means. It's not a currency that seems valid yet. It no. is, but so you know, I think. Where does it come from, though? It's well, 
I've read something that was really beautiful. Um, courage is a virtue that has to be scared into a person. And the same goes for trust. I think trust is the logical consequence of being courageous because this is the journey of self-discovery is a constant leap yeah. into something that you can't see yet. Yeah. And you you don't necessarily have a guarantee other than an, a, maybe a hunch. No, and but you know through sticking to the course and sticking to 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 that um, hunch, you ultimately discover that even if you fall, you fall into yourself. Yeah. So it's all me, the comfort zone of the mind that likes to you know see results that likes to get rewarded for yeah. and acknowledged and approved of you know the stuff that it does as a human being separate human being in this huge world where you know i'm just a number that whole model gets shifted inside out and you get to understand that we're just all here to experience our own magic we're just all basically I think we've all just come here to remind each other of the magic that we are. It's just that we got distracted along the way and now remind each other of how little we are. So that's it's just it needs Through separation to, and, and exactly. reality. But yeah. where can it shift? It can only shift from the inside out, which means everybody has to take that responsibility of owning it and therefore putting it out into the world and with that light consciously reminding the other that this all of this can be a win-win yeah. it doesn't need to be you know i win you lose so the scarcity mindset that the that we have carefully created as a human race is now on the way out it really is yeah i feel that too and with it the power but i don't need to do any anything with any of that all I need to do is just keep leaping and trusting into myself. Well, and in a way, it's kind of interesting that you say it. In a way, we are deprogramming or unlearning the duality in ourselves. Because the mind and the intuition is very du dualistic. I think it's only since we learned the power of and, and, instead of or, or, uh, that two things can exist in the same plane that actually are completely opposites. I am scared out of my mind and I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I think this is going to go to shit and I'm going to trust anyway. So it's, it's almost like two opposites living in the same breath, in the same intuition, in the same action. And the butt. Yeah. The or and Let's the talk butt. about butts. Yeah. Let's talk about butts. Peachy. <laughs> um, when, whenever you're becoming conscious of all of this is my energy. And even if I just, kind of just sense it without even really trusting into it just try ex replacing the or and the but with the and it's ultimately if i say oh, I, I really trust myself but it's scary out there okay i really trust myself and it's scary out there. Yeah, so I'm but acknowledging everything. Or, I don't have to take sides. I don't know. I don't now have to be either on the side of trust or on the side of scary. I can. It can both exist. That's already overcoming duality. Well, and I think just just speaking for myself, my my real like one of the biggest choices I made. Um. And there might be some rumbling in the back because we're uh, recording this podcast on a farm, so there. 
And every time we start the podcast, there are some massive tractors that are... <laughs> or the mooing of cows or the yeah. baying of sheep. Which uh, is called a farm podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's fine. No, I, I think one of the biggest leaps I made for myself, the biggest decisions I made was to be kind to myself. To, to um, It was a couple of months ago or, or nine months over, like, yeah, it's about nine to six months ago. Where I started forgiving myself for a whole bunch of things. I'm not this. I'm not that. I, I I'm stupid. There, just yes, that 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 mindset or that thought comes in, and you know the mind tries to protect me by reiterating that to make me safe. But it's a real fucked up form of safety because it just basically puts me down, and it tries to save me from hey, if you feel good about yourself and you you are visible and you are tall and you shine a lot, your head will get chopped off. So there's this weird fear that if if I'm myself, uh, the world's coming to get me, which I've always had. It's really weird. So I started with be kind to yourself, forgive yourself, have those dark thoughts, whatever they are, and I'm on the path of self-discovery. I'm on the path of synchronicity i'm on the path of uh meeting a, a, a grander version of myself that is in balance that is in trust and if anything be curious about that right like yes. if that's all you can do because you know there, there is no trust and there is no relaxation or calmness in your mind or quiet in your mind or peace at least be curious about the future meeting you at some point yeah and there's always glimpses of that in your life in in every moment really yeah and, and, and I think from that moment on, I stopped fighting my own duality. I, I allowed, and, and there were some pretty dark thoughts, but I allowed all of them. It's like, okay, well, 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 hiding in the closet, they always come out in the most inconvenient ways. I know there's an intuition. I know there's a wisdom in there because I'm using it. It just gets overshadowed by survival, fear. Uh, oh my God, I'm going to die. What, what will happen if I do this? So I was like, and... I could only really decide that when I was not afraid to die or have all these things happen to me. Like I've tried all these other things, open up the closet, hit me. And then all the monsters came out and I'm, you know, I was like, there were moments where I was like, fuck, you know, can I, can I go through this? And actually I could, it's not that, it was not that bad because I wasn't fighting them. Fighting them gave them power. So at a certain point that cl closet was empty. But the mind is still like like it, it, it isn't the CEO anymore. It's sort of the secretary in the back that makes helps me drive a car and do my taxes. But it's still, you know, almost like behind the mayor or behind the CEO, constantly whispering in my ear. And usually it wasn't good. Don't do that. Don't do oh my god. Oh, oh, you see oh god, here we go. Oh, do you see it's not coming? It's not, it's not working. Don't don't do this. It weren't the monsters anymore, but it was still the same voice trying to somehow fucked up way protecting it's a me. Muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. And all of the things in my life weren't happening to warrant that kind of information, but I was still doing it. And it was until we had the discussion about because I think both of us were so sick of that stuff. Yeah, you know, the discussion about um, abundance and value. That I think we both decided, uh, and we said it in the last episode, but I'd love to iterate it. We said, no more. I want to experience magic. The magic I always felt as a kid that was possible. Being synchronicity, I mean, for, for every uh, viewer or user, this, this will be a different connotation. But for me, magic means 
balance, synchronicity, uh, things just working out, uh, doing fun stuff, receiving, you know, fun feedback for that. And I was so fed up with it, with the whole making myself small and, oh my God, and what if this, and, and that in that discussion with you, I think we both decided, I don't want to take a small step. I don't want to take small step. I want to experience magic now. So like no more quick fixes. No, or, or, oh, I could pay my rent one more month, but I'm kind of doing it with the same. It's almost like patching up the old wall. The drywall is falling apart, and I keep just putting a little bit of new stucco on it, but the wall is rotten from the inside. I'm exaggerating, but, you know. So no more f small leaps, but that means a big leap. That means every game that I'm still playing to keep me from that magic, whether it's fear or survival or thinking I can't do it or small thinking small is it's got to go and that's i think all of our discussions the last three weeks are about that one item i am done i want to experience magic in my life truly so every step i have to do every dark corner i have to look at which is sort of a habit now i, I don't i don't mind that but every kind of subtle game of playing it small has got to go because i've decided i have value by being, you know what I mean? But it's also, I think, you know, the mind then, of course, needs to interpret all of that. And then it says, okay, that's all great. But, you know, what do you mean with go big or go home? Like magic or... So now all of a sudden I need to have the magic wand and turn every turd into a pile of gold. Um, and true abundance must mean that I own this, 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 this villa with this magical land and five cars and... That is the other side, again, you know, the other side of the limitation of, in the dualistic coin. If I allow all of me, I'm not afraid to put any idea, good or bad, into the fuck it bucket that we talked about yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. Right? So even that, you know, what it then comes up with, oh, you know, let me let me pretend that I am your intuition. Let me pretend that I am that 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 impulse voice. It's the mind posing as spirit or posing as intuition. We've seen that as in wisdom. action yeah. with ourselves and with other people, you know, and that can become really delusional. Um, to be to be boots on the ground, make sure that you're grounded because the human needs to come along. There's no point in, no. In, in in starting the day off with affirmations that I don't even believe in myself. And your human goes, yeah, he's lying. Makes nice bathroom <laughs> tiles, by the way, yeah. you know, sitting on the toilet um, and then reading, you know, I am enough. Yeah, you know, sort of, but become that I am enough. So it's not just the one the one sentence in the morning or, you know, I look into the mirror and say it one time and then automatically reality will catch up with it. It's constantly being honest with yourself and calling out bullshit. And that's why I think our conversations are so fruitful. Because, you know, like when one says something that comes from a different place, you just go, mm, is that still true? And that's all of the questions that I need sometimes. Is that still true? I'm, I might be holding on to a version that actually is up for grabs. Like it um, could be replaced by something much more um, true. Yeah, and, and, and I think it's, it's because we both decided enough is enough. I am worthy. And I always had to work. I always had to get there. It was always, it was always a journey to like, I'm not worthy, but I'm going to get too worthy. Until I finally decided like three weeks ago, kind of 
you know, out of out of like I'm you know, out of frustration of constantly having to also get somewhere, always being on this journey. Yeah. I'm I'm at point A, but I need to get to point C, and I have to get through by covering point B. And it it was never done. Instead of saying, "Fuck the journey, I'm done," uh, and and the game of not being worthy, or it's just like it was so boring to me. That just like I have value, I'm worthy. End the story. Nothing to 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 get to. I'm there. Now, what does that mean? Instead of like, how, how can I build it up? Because building it up was also through the mind a lot. So it's 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 that. Almost what you said before is is you have to be scared into courage, but it also works the other way around. You have to be so fed up with the same spiel and the same mind loops and the same studying and, you know, being on this endless fucking journey up the mountain to finally go, you know what, fuck the mountain. I'm going to slide down and I'm going to be there. I'm going to just decide I am there and the story. And I am the journey. So, so basically, even though, you know, I might, pass some boulders along the way just know that you know which sometimes might be represented by people saying no to you when you come with a proposition um but seeing that as almost like a oh okay that must mean that that wasn't um uh, an avenue that i should entertain okay basically saying thank you to the no and you know, at some point opening up a bottle of champagne because, you know, after five, six, seven no's or even ten no's, there has to be a yes at some point. And if and I'm if I'm staying true and honest with myself. So so and that's that for me that was a really big aha moment the last last weeks. Is because there there is a there is a, a kind of a formula in the sense of if I decide to experience something is it a mental choice? Is it an ego choice? Or is it a choice that comes from within? That would be fun to experience. Does it make me happy? Yes. Am I willing to do to take some risks in exploring that? Yes. Is there an agenda or an outcome? No, not really, except for I'd love to do it. And now it can come back in any shape or form to show me how. I'm not, I'm not stuck to how it comes to me. Whether if it's if if I have an idea that is very much from the mind, it's usually contracted. There's a lot of obstacles that I have to overcome to get there. A lot of from A to B stuff. Uh, I'd surely have an agenda and an outcome. So within two weeks in this timeline, it isn't the 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 the, the joy of discovery, like the, the, almost a childlike joy, like wow, that really fits my 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 journey, and it's almost like. Whenever I come up with a with an idea of oh that I would love to experience that it's almost like I am the journey I am the path and it comes to me so it, I'm stationary now all the potentials come to me but it takes time and and also conviction and I think you know for me at some point on my journey I I said you know since I don't know how it's going to come to me and I don't want to put in details I'm just going to say it's I think this is really what I'd love to experience. This is what I'm passionate about. This or better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So I'm not locking myself into exactly this is what I need to this is how it needs to come to me. It could also be that that falls away and then all of a sudden I'm realizing actually it just made way for something so much better. Yeah. So 
we were contemplating to even call this episode uh, "fuck the details," because <laughs> I think it all it all points back to keeping an open mind and reminding yourself constantly. You know, it's what do I know? I, I I'm in a maze, and all I need to do is feel my way through it, and feel the experience, and be in that be in that each step of exploring how it will come to me. I don't need to have control over over all of the details, the props, and the. You had a great uh, example also with a game level we've talked about in the past. Do you want to share that? Yeah, it's 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 for me because I worked in 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 the games industry and and on games, so it's 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 kind of a fun analogy of almost like the Matrix within the Matrix because uh, some people also see life or phys- physical the physical universe as a as a simulation or at least a you know a way for us to explore uh, a greater potential so for me games is like what if the game master or the 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 the, the, the person that created the game and runs the game is your higher self the, the one that knows how the game is run knows all the levels and knows the shortcuts knows how to defeat the boss knows how to find all the secrets but the human that's experiencing is the player in the game. So it runs around the maze like a headless chicken or, oh my God, I have to face this end boss, but you know my sword isn't big enough and I have to level up before I can face this kind of stuff. So again, it puts all these things, all these assumptions in its path, all these things it needs to adhere to. But we're coming to a point, almost like in the analogy of the game, what if we can't die? We can't make a wrong choice because every exit we say that it, the game is a labyrinth every choice we make will ultimately especially after awakening leads us to the right choice but it is a choice from a higher perspective it's a choice from your own wisdom from a place that's not mental so your mental player doesn't really understand the maze or it thinks oh if i take a wrong shortcut there's a vat of acid and then there's a sword there and there's an end boss and i'm gonna get killed not knowing that the higher self created the maze and every corridor at a certain point in your awakening will lead to to the right outcome but it is not what you think it is and i think that's what the mind needs to let go of that um whenever it's you know we have a great idea and we encounter nose or you encounter uh an obstacle or an end boss uh it actually does us a favor putting us on the right path that we ordered in the first place. Mm-hmm. We just keep looking at it through those player eyes that is in the maze that can't see over the over the walls and see there's paradise just a meter away. It just needs to take one core. It doesn't really matter. Like there could be three doors in the maze. And it's things that one of the two of the three doors are certain death and the other one is paradise. So it doesn't choose because it doesn't want to die not knowing that every door leads to paradise because it created the maze itself. So it's that whole sort of meta analogy of, of at a certain point in your journey, you stop journeying, you stop going from point A to B, you become the journey, you become the knowingness, you become everything that you were looking for, you are. That comes with attributes to help you along the way. It's almost like you... You know, in that game, at some point, you be, you get all of those certificates, right? Like, so you get the certificate of trust, you get the certificate of <laughs> yeah. self self love, you get the certificate of um, 
worth and value because I think that's really ultimately the one thing that you need in order to not get distracted by the no's. How can I see that each no is basically a yes to the true solution that I'm looking for? And not get hung up on, oh, now, you know, I wasn't seen, I wasn't heard, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't able to. Old old games of survival or attention. It's always those two. So it's almost like, you know, in order to understand that you can't fail, you do, you do need to own that value and that self-worth. Yeah. Like, what are, what are ways for you to get there? Well, in the past, and it's a good it's a good comparison because in the past, my way of, of value was doing a lot of work, uh, being a cinematics director on on a on a world famous video game, for instance, it gave me a sense of accomplishment. This game goes around the world. I'm a good director. See what I did, or yeah, making Rude Awakening. Oh my God, look, I, I, you know, it was a struggle, but we finally finished it, and well done, me. But all of those were, were or, or, you know, having having a, a, the type of girlfriend that I always wanted. Oh, oh look, a person like that would date me. That mean, must mean I'm valuable. And I think for me, the, the biggest switch very recently is it, it, if I constantly have to lean on others or on outside factors to feel worthy, I'm always screwed because I'm always l- looking through the outside in. And I've deconstructed that for a long while, but it almost like it feels like the 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 quarter dropped a couple of weeks ago. I was like, it's me. I'm valuable because I'm breathing, because I chose to be here as a human in focus, because I'm I'm at this point when the entire planet is about to change deeply in in in, in a good way, and I'm here on this planet to witness it. Wow, that's so. By me breathing, I have value, and I can say that to myself. But this is kind of the first time I believed it because I tried everything else. So but like the, the final choice is, you know what? If I don't believe it, I'm going to, it's true. I, I have value and I, and, and I finally felt it. So now your question was like, how do you, how do you get there? How do you, how do you get there? Is it's at a certain moment, stop playing the game. I mean, and, and it sounds a bit harsh, but I, I stopped playing the game of, being small, uh, not being able to receive, because it, it, I, I, I played it so much and so well, and it was a game. It was a game not to shine bright, not to talk loud, not to be seen, not to, and ultimately not to receive my own energy reflected back through others, whether it's through the film or who I am or anything. So if, if that's a game and basically um, not the reality, then I can also create another game and fake it till I make it, right? And I think for me, that's really... How was that for you? If Because you can't force yourself into an attitude or into a um, mindset or into a perception, right? If it's not there. But then knowing that the other stuff was constructed too. So I may as well just pretend. What do kids do when they play games? Yeah, they pretend. They pretend, right? Like, and they don't need a lot. They <laughs> don't, you know, they, they play with a shoebox and they're like, this is my pirate ship. Yeah. So I think coming into the curiosity again to discover that I can create a different narrative. 
And after a while, all of my life will represent that narrative. And I can pick and choose what what attributes and what actors and what roles and you know I want to put in there, what experiences and do I want to a lot of have a lot of drama in my life or whatever. So I think for me it's fake it till you make it and just pretend. And I've played with that, you know, because the mind has been active over the past weeks. Um, showing me the parts that aren't in full trust yet. So again, it's basically, it's great that it does that. So when I wake up in the morning and notice that there is some negativity going on or overactivity of my mind, um, I greet myself in the morning. I say good morning to myself. I say it out loud. I think I started doing that like a year ago or something. And it feels pretty good because it's the first person greeting me is me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, awesome. Hello, me. Yes, yeah. me again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so good morning. And then whatever comes up, it might be negative. I just smile it away. And it's it's scientifically proven that the brain cannot differentiate between a genuine smile and a fake smile. So you can fake yourself into happiness. And I truly believe that. Of course, you know, like having my arm broken and then smiling it away, that that's not going to work. Bone sticking so, out. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I need to make sure that I catch it in time. And for me, the morning is always a time when I can sort of still um, influence how I want to experience the day. It hasn't escalated yet. No, exactly. Knowing it's up to me yeah. today. Okay, so I might wake up with a headache or wake up after a shitty night of sleep. And then I just go like, anyway, how do I want to experience this? I want to smile. And then there was one thing that I've discovered. My mind has a stubborn part to itself that actually really enjoys being stuck. There's a part of me that's like dwelling on, oh, you see, people are bad and, you know, like life is shit or the weather is crap. It's raining again. Me, 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 yeah, me, 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 me. So the constant whining, complaining, um, there's a part of my brain that really enjoys this. And it's difficult when I'm too far into that mode to turn the ship to around. Revert. Yeah, yeah. Which is ridiculous because it's all in my head. But, but sometimes it's so, I'm so comfortable in that. It's almost like, yeah. Well, really. that's a game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But to acknowledge that and say like, and I'm going to do it anyway. So I'm not going to wait for myself to feel better to go for a walk. I'm going to be whiny and I'm going for a walk now. And. And. But I feel, I feel the action shifts around because you're not... And we used to do this a lot. I know you mean we used to do this a lot. Is then not take any action. Yeah, Just sit in it. Sit in it. Mm. I have to feel safe. I have to feel clear. I have to feel clean. I have to feel and inspired. Bullshit. We project on ourselves. It's just kind of like my head's falling off. I want to kill somebody. Fuck it. I'm gonna write that thing anyway. I'm gonna do that thing anyway. And then it's almost like you don't you don't give it the attention it wants. Yeah. Because ultimately, what you want is to get acknowledgement. Poor me and. I don't have any self-esteem or, or, I think, value. And nobody's giving it to me. Well, fuck you then. That's an old one. I think everybody recognizes that. But the investment in the ego and even in, in any form of relationships, when you get into an argument, the ego thrives on being right. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I 
acknowledge that everybody is right in their own way, in their own perception. So well, the end of that. there's no truth. There's no ultimate truth here. There's only the truth that I feel is right for me. So I can acknowledge that in the other two saying like, we don't need to argue now, you know, and yeah. this is not serving you or me. And if it's not a win-win, I'm not And that's interested. true value for yourself saying, yeah. hey, I don't, I don't say you are not valuable in your opinion. But for me, the value is not arguing. And I have my opinion, you have yours. Let's not and, and go go in a different way. I don't have to change or at you. least Or at least go uh, take a step back, take a step out of the conflict. And the conflict with the mind is just the same thing. Ultimately, it's a conflict with... An argument that you're having with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so whether I'm having it with somebody else or with myself, it's just as uncomfortable. But to, to come to the understanding of, okay, so here's a, here's a tension. I can either really dwell in it and really drag it out and be really uncomfortable about it. Or I can say, fuck it. I'm just going to take some kind of action to also put myself into a different zone um might even just be a distraction or whatever but that's i did it last night i came home and after our conversation and we've shifted so much but i was like my head was falling off i was i was i was getting ready to get into that quagmire of of thoughts and ideas and i just watched uh you know five episodes of west wing (laughs) and i was like Okay, and then and then that became irritating because like okay, I'm 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 really distracting myself, and I want to go back to the joy of the ideas that we talked about. Feel that, so I turned the TV off and I tuned into that. So it was, was actually yeah, you know, and then I couldn't really do it properly because the mind was taking over and like you know what, let take yourself out and go for a little walk, and then it settled down. So it, it was it, it was a multiple thing of distraction and action to not get stuck in it. It's just like no. And I think it also needs uh, the the mind still needs the time of day to respond to your experiences that you had. So there will, I think, in every day there will be a moment when the mind kicks in and has a has a opinion about how things happen. I think it will or, never change. And that's fine. I think you know it's not the that's not the again the goal is not to shut the mind up, but the goal is to almost like potty train it so it doesn't shit all over the place. Yeah. Body train the ego. Yeah. <laughs> now, and, and I'd love to go back to 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 a thing you said about just fake it, you know, just yeah. say it. And that always, I had a huge opinion on that. Like that's why I really hated NLP. It's just basically to say so many times that you believe it. But there is, I think, what what the, what the magic sauce is, as far as I can see it now. And I'm not saying that that this should be the same for our listeners, but for me it is. Is if when I said I am valuable, I, I have value by just being, and my mind couldn't get around the fact that how can I have value if I don't do anything or earn anything? And the moment I was like, well, I spent my whole life trying to live up to that idea of value of others, but mostly to my idea of value, instead of saying, you know what, fuck the journey, fuck reaching a certain level in my spirituality or whatever, I am valuable. Full stop, because I'm alive. That's it. And I kind of faked it because I was so fed up with constantly running circles around my own inequality or inequity or like uh, the, the game of that, right? But there is a magic sauce. I was willing by making that statement to receive the feedback from my mind and, and other people that wasn't always what I 
now have valuable now you know the heavens open up everything goes right no i got from you and from other people i got feedback what that means but i was willing to look at it like i was willing to look at my own demons and say hey i'm gonna be nice to myself so let the demons run amok but i'm not gonna go into it same thing i am valuable and instantly there was people saying no to me there's 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 uh, people wanting something that I didn't want, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I can think, I can see, I can say easily, okay, I made this decision of value and here comes feedback that I'm not valuable. No, it was. It was just I was willing to look at it, to look at the game I played for so long. And I must say the last three weeks, all of that feedback, I know it was what it was. I know it was, hey, you now said you're valuable, so now the feedback was, hey, are you? Or can you think big? Or yeah, it's an you say you're valuable, but your actions are still very yeah. small. Oh, oh, I, I, need to take, I need to take my actions up a notch to match my true passion and the fun I'm jumping in with that value. Okay, cool. But it was like a couple of conversations rather than this huge dip. Oh, you see it's not working. You, you see, you're just telling yourself something. Now, I was willing to look at all of the feedback. And within three weeks, I must say, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that I, I really feel my, my life is now starting to reflect that. But I had to be able to look at the feedback. And That's that the so feedback was leading me to the ultimate yes in the, in the form of a lot of no's or people testing me. No, they weren't testing me. I just invited that feedback in for me to really know what that decision meant means but my mind could have easily run away with it and i think it's so important to have somebody to hold things against um to to share ideas and to say almost like an accountability partner right because when you say it out loud there is something in communicating it not just you know, convincing yourself that you're now shifting gears, which I know that most of our listeners are, you know, probably or have been at some point in their life, um, pretty much alone on that journey. So I really want to encourage everybody to be vulnerable and courageous. And even if it's if it's while you're really scared and you don't know if you're doing it right, but to find somebody to almost you know you tell them that secret that part of you that says you know i i don't know I, things need to change i i don't know how i'm going to do it but please hold me accountable and i think by coming back to that and for some people that could even be just journaling yeah and then reading it back and going like oh you know or saying that one thing to to the person you haven't said basically speaking your truth and not being so afraid of what the repercussions are because you told your truth to somebody on the outside, whoever that is, without the the outcome of how that person. I know that's scary, but it it it's really refreshing when you do it, because even if through your truth it something unravels with you two, or maybe it's a relationship, your boss, or your your whatever. If it's really your truth and you check yourself at the door, like, yes, that's true. I don't know how to say it. I don't know what will happen after. That's fine. And then do it anyway. That is such a big statement to yourself. I'm worthy of speaking yeah. my truth. I mean, that's kind of where it starts. And I'm able to change. It's So it's two things in one already. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, 
hopefully leaving how that what that change looks like, giving yourself you know the time to let reality catch up, and and hold it lightly at, as to what that looked like, because it might be that you speak the truth and somebody leaves you. And then you go, my fucking God, I finally spoke my truth. And this is what happens. You see, and then the whole, you know, the whole demon cellar opens up with all of the games you play around. You see, I'm not worthy. But you can interpret it the same way as I spoke my truth. The person that wasn't actually aligned with that truth fell away. And now I have all the openings for somebody new that does fit that truth. Hallelujah. I was just scared to let that person go. And this is just one of the many examples that we've encountered the last, you know, years. Um, but because we talk about it, I feel less crazy. Or I, I, I describe a certain situation and you, and you listen and you say, yeah, but is that really true? And I look at you and within five seconds, I'm like, no, not at all. I'm just regurgitating the old. But the fact that I can shift so quickly is because, you know. And I know you're you're not afraid to look at your shit either, so that's why it's easy for me. And and to to allow everything in your reality to change. So not just you know you you bring a new version of you to, um, you apply yourself in that new version to life, then allow everything to change, but also everyone to change. So people might fall away. Old people might come back into your life where you think like, oh, but I know them so well, like they've been assholes 10 years ago. And, you know, like I really wanted to leave them behind and I'm not going to go into it again. Well, that might be true, but there could also be a good potential that, you know, they've also had their moments of, you know, letting go and releasing and, and well, like everything to go new, living a newer truth. So it's a constant process of that, I think. And I think that's a really, really good point. Uh, allow everything to go new is that if you make a choice from from a knowingness from a trust while your mind is going berserk while you're scared to death blah 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 so it's the end i feel this is the right direction but i'm scared out of my mind do it anyway and and assume but assume that things are going to change because you're in your truth you're in your value or you're experimenting with your value you're doing you're, you're you're doing it anyway. You're making the choice, and maybe you have an accountability partner. You say that too. But then the biggest fucker is things will change. We've noticed this. Everything changed, and everything is just changing again because now we're showing up as different versions of ourselves, a more honest version of ourselves. And the world has to shift because the old world doesn't apply. I don't play the game, so the world doesn't play the game with me anymore. It finds other players to play it with. But that does mean I have to trust that whatever comes up, the no's, the conflicts, the people falling away, the, 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 the people that think I'm an asshole, fine. It makes space for something new. Yeah. And that's what I always wanted. Like if I want to uh, experience magic and I don't want to have, you know, these stopgap solutions or, you know, to take little tiny steps and pay, you know. I'm ready for the big leap, big leap now because I'm just I'm done. With, I've done all the old steps and it's 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 not satisfying. But I am willing to let everything change, literally everything top to bottom, and it's scary, but I'm doing it anyway. So even looking back, say for example, um, write me a story from you know a time of your life where a lot of shit happened. And you thought it was horrible and terrible, and then tell me what came out of it, right? So, yeah. and then try to hold on to the old story that it was a shit change. 
and, and even it felt shit. And even our, I mean, our story, especially like like making the Rude Awakening movie, was a, a big, big mirror for all of us. It, it's starting to feel very gentle. Like I couldn't have possibly made different choices because uh, I, I would have made them. Now looking back, I am making different choices. I am taking full responsibility for myself. I am worthy. I don't play those ego games. Uh, Although I have an ego, so it's and I don't I don't shut my human up or my human wants and needs. So it's it's that whole everything we 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 had in in the shit show that was creating this movie actually becomes more gentle and more. I look back and it you know more fond memories uh, every day because it's it's literally the history of it is changing because I'm changing. So it's almost like how I remember it is changing because. I'm actually doing it differently now. Yeah, and, and, and owning it, like owning it um, for yourself rather than blaming the outside for certain results that made you feel a certain way. And sometimes it's it's fun. It's a fun human game to, to still blame other people. And, and I, I still sometimes do it. And we had a discussion the other day. And then you also said, like, allow other people to change, like... Energy always looks for resolution, so assume that it works for everybody, but just not always in the way that you think is normal. Uh, oh, cool. Oh, yeah, fuck, you're right. So it isn't about anybody else. It isn't even about you or, or us working together. It's about me living my best version of my truth and every time, every day feeling, hey, is that still true? Or, or is, there, is there another opening? Can I expand in a different way? And the same for you. And we happen to being a part of this unfolding that we agree on and that we mirror a lot of each other. But if it wasn't, you know, I still would do the same thing. Yeah. And the accountability, I think, like really constantly telling myself I don't live there anymore. When my mind goes into an old narrative, when whenever I try to convince myself that it's bleak and it's dark, at least... The, 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 the very least little step that I can take is take a step or leap into the curiosity of finding different references, finding new proof that it's different now. And those things usually come around in, in new ways of meeting people, new communication, new conversations, new um, opportunities, invitations. So you need to be in life in order to experience it and i think that's really bringing all of that what we've just talked about home is it doesn't just happen in your mind you cannot just think about it just before we started recording we were having this beautiful um conversation touching base and then saying okay let's put it into action immediately because otherwise it just stays in the head yeah and that's showing up, showing up for this podcast, no matter how I feel, showing up for um, what I believe in. What and, I, and, yeah. and, and again, like how can, so we talk about if, if it's all, if I'm creating my reality and it's all my energy, how can energy serve me if I don't, first of all, have a, a genuine passion that's not mind driven, but like a true knowingness. I don't know why I need to do this, but this, this feels like fun and the right option to do and it's open and it's free and it doesn't have a lot of you know obstacles or or definitions on how to do it i just want to do it 
then that creates a curiosity, childlike curiosity that no matter how scared I am, it always wins because the curiosity is bigger than the potential danger. Why? Because it's not a mental idea. It's a passionate idea. It's an idea that really comes from within. It's a knowingness. It's a, yeah, that's my purpose. That's my next step. And I don't have to know step 20. That's my first next step. Great. And that's it. That creates the curiosity. Always wins from, from the fear because you go, yeah, this might happen. But is it truly genuine, genuine place from which I do it? The idea came from trust in the first place. So let me see if this works. And then if it works once, you get better at it. You get quicker. You, you don't take the mind so seriously. You don't shut it up either. But you learn how to work with it. Okay, I hear you mind, but we're not going to do these decisions again because we're not in survival mode. We're not in lack. We're not unworthy. You think we are because it takes a long time for you to catch up like the body. But here, but here I am doing this from passion. And at one, at what point do you um, also have to show up to your own party? By you know, like once you know, you know, and then you're responsible for the changes in your life. Yeah. So, yeah, while reality takes a long time to catch up with you, sometimes there's also some things that you can do with clarity and you know, really speaking your truth and. Um, that's scary but again you know leaping into the courage that you know you want to experience something else and taking action i think that is such a also for in, in spiritual circles is like sit trust receive let it come to you and that's that's true for, for for a large part i mean for me it is but then taking the action if i make one action of speaking my truth or one action of this is passionate now I'm going to investigate. I'm going to follow it, not by sitting on the couch, but going, what's the first time I'm going to call that person? And I'm going to sp speak about my passion and say, hey, is that something we can work on? It's again, it's a witness. It's, it's allowing my energy to come back to me through an external factor, but I'm the instigator. And if I take an action, I basically say yes. It, yes, it's okay through that the, the feedback of that action for that energy to come back yeah. to me, but it could be a couple of no's. So if I'm stuck to what exactly it should come back as, I'm kind of screwed. If it's if I'm it's so curious, strokes, right? it's like those broad strokes. Yeah, if I'm so curious that I take an action and I let it go, it's usually a very good indicator that oh, it is from a place from a different place than the mind's. Because I'm so curious. Well, even if the, I get five no's and a, and a sixth amazing yes. Or it, the no's lead me to make another choice that's another action that's actually a little bit more informed by thinking bigger, feeling bigger. Uh, and I'm not talking about ego, but just like, oh, I, I asked this person because I, it sounds like fun. Or I asked this person. That gives me immediately feel, oh, let's play. Well, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> that as well. <laughs> no, call the person you, have the, you feel the most fun with, even if that's the biggest risk or you shit your pants and trying to call that person. Take the big risk if it makes you feel like if if you if it feels like fun, if it feels like you're you know, your 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 uh, that discovery part that that's that curiosity is triggered better call that call that person and or do that actually. Life usually responds pretty much instantaneously with some kind of 
blessing, joy, um, happy encounter, and, and really paying attention to it. I think letting go of the details, how it has to come, but paying attention to the little parts that say, yes, you're on the right path. Just keep doing that. that. That's amazing. A little bit more. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Even if you have to talk yourself into it. Like, but What did we do the last couple of weeks and, and, and even the last two days? We concluded that that on some some level we think way too small and not because of the project, because of us, like we still sometimes think in small steps or yeah, the capacity of a sander is, is this and this and this. And then you go, well, wait a minute. If we have value, then why not think much bigger? And it was, it was really instantly how quickly, like it was really instant how the feedback came. But it also came in the form of a couple of no's. And it came in the form of that person doesn't work, that doesn't working. That which thing that we set out isn't really, you know, creating the traction that we wanted. And then we looked at each other with five within five minutes, we went, oh, that's still the result of thinking small. Now we think yeah. big. So you thank God they said no, because that's not the, the people you you need. There's nothing to say about those people that they're bad, but we made small choices, so we got small feedback reminding us why why are you not thinking big? And the same goes for the mindset, right? So you, you say think big, dear mind. And mind is actually in service and says that at some point, you know, on the path of self-discovery, it goes, okay, I'm going to try it out because it does, it is pretty convincing, right? The new references. So you say, okay, let's think bigger. And then a certain few tensions come up or a certain few negative or dark moments come up. Well, you know, you're clearing out, out, out the basement, you know, there might be some ghosts left in there. So because you were willing by taking a chance, by taking a leap, by taking a, an action, so you don't were be willing afraid. to look yeah. at it. Yeah. You say yes to I want to experience the new, but sometimes the old has to come through one more time to be let go to make space for the new. It's it's so it's, it's almost that cre you're doing it right. But again, the mind is looking like like this laser, and I call it the, the Nazi, is like, oh my God, something bad's coming. We need to protect ourselves. No, something bad is, is releasing for you to finally experience that other stuff. So we're so programmed for survival that that's, that way of looking needs to shift. And that just takes a while. It's reprogramming the mind, literally. And... I think coming back to the to the child, right? The childlike wonder and curiosity and just make believe, just playing with it. And you know, even even physicists have have sort of figured out that the bumblebee can't fly just because it's way too heavy and way too big and the, the, the wings are way too small. But the bumblebee doesn't know that and it's gonna it's flying anyway. So I think it's the it's it's those reminders, um that invite me onto the playground of me and 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 really enjoy that adventure of exploration. And isn't that isn't that the magic or the synchronicity that we always talked about is following your 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 joy, your beingness, your isness, taking actions, taking a, a, making a movement and let and and look at it like a child, like I wonder what's coming back. So I've never done it before, which means this must work. Exactly. <laughs> this was a um, quote from Pippi Longstockings, I think it's called in English, right? My favorite shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so off to our own veranda, lifting horses and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we hope that you, dear listener, um, could relate a little bit here and there, or at least smile or um, be entertained by our sharings. Um, as, as always, we're super curious to hear your feedback. We've received some emails, some comments on the podcast, which makes us really, really, really happy. And um, we're going to continue just following that weekly format and it might shift um, and, you know, change a little bit in, in the way that it looks, but um, just constantly exploring the new ways. And um, still, you can watch the documentary, of course, um, even though we've not talked about it, really. Like we talked about the project, but uh, Rude Awakening is still available to watch for free on our website, rudeawakening-film.com. It's the free version, but you can also dive deeper into the bonus material, which is over 12 hours of unedited interviews and um, soundtracks and stuff like that. So uh, dive into the Rude Awakening universe. And are there any magical things that you still want to share, Jonathan? No, enjoy your Friday. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, well, I hope you go into the weekend with hopefully a little inspiration. There's the same inspiration that we had. And... Um, yeah, ask yourself what what do you what do you get that childish wonderment that that childish um, curiosity from? What is it in your life that you think, oh, ooh, I'm, I'm you know, that, that's amazing. That's that, that little kid in the castle. Uh, it's not homework, but it's just it's just uh, give it a thought. Like, what is that point in your life where you think, ah, oh, I, I'm not, I don't think I can do it. I'm not qualified. Bloody bloody, but whatever the mind puts into it, but saying, ah. Oh, I would be so curious to see what would happen yeah. if I explore that. Ooh, like a kid in a candy shop, like an elevator that goes down too fast. You go, yeah. wow, I'm scared shitless, but could this be the next step? Uh, and share that. And greet yourself in the morning. Say good morning to yourself. You're the first person to be kind to you. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen and hallelujah. <laughs> Have a beautiful weekend. We'll, we'll hear you next week. Bye. Bye.